Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Back at a Chuck Show. Hanging out in the Kia Studios on this Tuesday evening with you. 404-726-0929. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line to be a part of the show. Well, we get ready for final week of the NFL regular season. And, of course, it's... Not really gone the way that we had hoped uh, around these parts. So let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Atlanta's Ford dealer. Let's talk to our buddy Josh Alper, of course, writer for Pro Football Talk. You can follow Josh on his personal Twitter page, at Josh Alper. Josh, as always, man, uh, appreciate a few minutes uh, here in Atlanta as, uh, you know, we're drying up all of our tears and we're wallowing in all the misery of what this season has been for us. Well, yeah, you know, New Year's, new beginnings. And uh, I, I, I'm curious to see if, if uh, the Falcons go that route. I, I, I think this year the lack of, of forward progress, the lack of movement, and, and obviously the complete width of quarterback, um, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about Arthur Smith going into this. It just seems like you're treading water, and there doesn't seem to be a real firm idea about how to move forward. Before I get into specifically the Falcons, Looking at this division as a whole, I, I believe that it is going to finish with the lowest win percentage in the history of the NFL since divisional play has come in. You know, again, nobody in this division wants to win it. Everybody is just attrition, you know, and trying to outlast everybody else's losing. Like, I don't know that I, I don't I don't want to say it's the worst division of all time. But I'm beginning to think that this is maybe the worst division of all time. It, it's it's pretty down there. And I, I think that you have with New Orleans and Atlanta just the, the same kind of stuck. You're, you're kind of stuck in this seven-win, eight-win range where you're not bad and, and you're certainly not embarrassing yourselves. You're playing hard. You, you have some nice pieces. But the, there's just a lack of imagination, I think, in terms of how you get over that hump. Uh, you know, to, to have potentially two years in a row a, a losing team win the division and, and it's not you, um, that's a bad spot to be in uh, all around. And, and so I think everyone has to do some deep digging and deep thinking this offseason about how you get off that treadmill. So, Josh, you know, related to the Falcons, I, I am of the mindset that and I think it's almost like a two-pronged kind of discussion. Do you do what is best in the short term, or do you do what's best for the long-term health of the franchise? And my thought is, 
I think you have to draft quarterback in the first round versus spending 25, 30, 35 million dollars on one of these veterans that probably doesn't change your franchise in the long term. Um, which route do you think the Falcons more likely should go? Drafting first round or getting into, you know, these quarterback business of guys who are not going to be cheap that don't necessarily transform the franchise that they're currently with? You know, I, I would, it, it's, you know, this, this answer is cheating a bit, but if you could sign Kirk Cousins and draft a quarterback, I, I think that's the best position to be in as a franchise because you have an actual succession plan in mind rather than, you know, taking Desmond Ritter, playing him behind Marcus Mariota, not having him compete for a job after being a third-round pick. It, it just – I don't think you can go that young route again. And, and if you do, then it's, it's a complete hard rebuild, and, and you're looking at Kyle Pitts and, and Drake London and, and other guys perhaps leaving the team before you've really solved the, the quarterback conundrum. I, I think you have a plug-and-play offense here, and, and that makes the – veteran quarterback more appealing than it would be in some other places. And, and I think that the, you know, the, the sin was not doing the hard rebuild after, after Dan Quinn sticking around a year with Matt Ryan, all, all of those things that they did um, in order to try and compete and contend. Um, I, I think you need to really press the button all the way down. I think the saints, it was the same thing after Drew Brees left. I think the Titans did that this off season where they did these half reboots and it, it, I don't think it works. I think you need to do what, you know, what other teams have done. The Texans would be at the, the top of the list this year uh, and the Colts to a certain respect and just really go all in because the, the results can happen faster than you might think than, than when you're sticking and holding on to guys who are proven to be at that seven to 10 level. So, this, so this brings up another question, Josh, and Josh Alper joining us on the WadeFord.com hotline from Pro Football Talk. Are the Falcons built the right way? Because, again, when you talk about some of those franchises, like the Colts, they're a very good – I mean, and again, sometimes the results haven't been there, but they, have, they obviously have invested in both their offensive and defensive line heavily through the draft, and then you, you get a free agent here or there. The, the, the San Francisco 49ers, they draft heavily – and they're on their offensive and defensive lines. Like, they're built from the inside, and then they move outward. The Falcons did it another way. They went and got all their skill position people without having a quarterback, without having all the answers at offensive or defensive line. So are they, from a philosophical standpoint, built the right way? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, I mean, I, I think that, you know, to, to be fair to them, Matthews and, and McGarry and Lindstrom were all high picks. These are not, these are premium players and, and premium picks. And when guys have been healthy, it's, it's looked pretty good. And, and, and I think it can work. Um, you know, I, I think that you, you can quibble with, with some of the, those decisions, but, but with better quarterback play, I, I think you're looking at a, you know, a division champion. I, I think that it, it's tempting to find all of these other reasons, but if you look at this Falcon season, it's, it's Desmond Ritter throwing a, a numbskull interception in, in the red zone. It's, Taylor Heineke not being dynamic enough player to, to get the most out of these great offensive pieces that you have at it. And, you know, the, the Jesse Bates move was a great move. There, there were, there've been a lot of things that have worked out well. So I, I just think that for whatever reason, they have not gone all in offensively. And, and I think that if you were going to take a, a rookie quarterback, the one I would want, for the Atlanta Falcons would be Michael Penix because I think he's the closest to being ready to go right now. And I think that this team has to, has to prioritize that to a degree because they have picked up a lot of these pieces that look pretty good. And if if you go two, three years without finding that quarterback, then I just don't know what you're going to have to show for the last few years of work. Josh Alper joining us here on the waitford.com hotline. Writer from uh, Pro Football Talk. Uh, let's bounce around the NFL here just a, a little bit. Um, you know, uh, when, when I when I look at when, when I look at that NFC uh, uh, the, the the North, I guess uh, it, it is. When, when I look at that uh, division, uh, or sorry, the uh, the uh, yeah the North, Baltimore, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Like we talk about how bad the NFC South is. That feels like one of the better divisions that we've seen over the last 10 or 15 years. The Ravens are obviously, I think they're the best team in the NFL right now, and the Browns are not very far behind. And when you have Cincinnati and Pittsburgh that are still 500 and above holding up the bottom end of a division, like that division has been outstanding this year. Uh, it has been. It has been. And, and I think that, you know, I agree with you. Baltimore is clearly the best. And, and I think that the job the Browns have done with four different quarterbacks and, I mean, to see Joe Flacco doing what he's been doing the last few weeks is something that no one I, I, it would have begun to predict. Um, and, and obviously the Bengals, to stay afloat without Joe Burrow, is it's impressive. And, it, you know, you give them a good pat on the back. But it really does underscore how important it is to have that quarterback. And, and I think Pittsburgh's a prime example of that. I think Pittsburgh is not a very dissimilar team to the Falcons in terms of what they could be with a better quarterback. I, I think there are a ton of offensive pieces. I think there are, I, I think you have a more dynamic defense in Pittsburgh. And, you know, the fact that they have punched above their weight, given how bad Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky were for most of the season it, it, it's impressive. And, and again, you know, this is longtime coaches in, in all three places now. I mean, I think you really have coaches that are, are well-established and have their systems in place and are doing things the way they want to do them. Um, and, and in, you know, the NFC South, I, you, you know, you'd like to see the same thing happen. You, you just would love to see these signs of growth that haven't been there in, in Atlanta and, and New Orleans. 
and, you know, not to Tampa Bay to a certain extent, but I think you're still, you know, getting rid of those last fumes from the Super Bowl team. And it's hard to part ways with a lot of those, you know, iconic franchise players. For all of the struggles that the Chiefs have had this year, do you still feel like that they are very dangerous once you get to playoff football and that's where Mahomes and Kelsey and these guys shine? Because, you know, again, you watch them at times week in, week out, and, and you know, their offense has not been completely in sync but they still feel like a dangerous football team if you get them in a playoff scenario. Well, I think the reason to, to feel that way is that, I, that the defense is good enough to keep them in games. And, and if they're in games, how are you going to you know bet against Patrick Mahomes? How, how are you right. going to bet against Patrick Mahomes finding a way to get it done? I think, I think it is a very clear and stark drop in performance from Travis Kelsey. It, it give him a couple of weeks off here and, and – see what he can do in the, in the playoffs and, and see if that does anything to, to put some juice back in his game. But I, I think that the, the pieces are still too hard to really buy into, and, and certainly the, the amount of turnovers has been alarming uh, over the course of the season. But, yeah, if that defense has them in a game in the fourth quarter, you don't want, you know, Patrick Mahomes with the ball. It's, it's you know, it's Tom Brady. It's Peyton Manning. They, these are, these are the, the players you least want to see on the other side. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see how they play on the road. They've, we've never seen that in a postseason setting from them. Uh, I I'm curious to see what happens, but you know I I really don't don't see them as as a serious threat until they win a road game in the playoffs. And, and if that happens and they get into the AFC Championship game, it, it's going to feel very different. How good are the Detroit Lions? I mean, they've obviously been one of the surprise teams in the NFL, and I said, you know, they actually, I thought they had a good year last year, even finishing four games out of the division lead because Minnesota was doing crazy things last year. But they feel like another one of those dangerous teams. They've been good on the road. They've been good at home. How good are they really when you stack them up against the Cowboys, Eagles, Buc- or sorry, the, uh, the 49ers in the NFC? I think they're, they're right there with the Cowboys as a, as a team that, can you know can win and beat just about anyone and and but also feels capable of, of turning in an absolute stinker and we've seen both teams do that this year against uh, you know what what you would consider to be underwhelming competition I, I just don't see how either one of them goes into Levi Stadium and, and beats the 49ers I I just I, I just don't think there's enough there I think the Ravens showed you that it can be done obviously but the the depth uh, that the Ravens have on both sides of the ball, the speed they have is just something that you don't see on those, on, on those teams, on those other two teams. And, and I think that that's for the lions. I, I think that's the next step is, is how do you get that defense to be the same kind of fearsome, fast, uh, multifaceted unit that you have on offense. I think that's gotta be the, the next step in their development for them to be a real Super Bowl contender. Last question for you, Josh. Um, in the NFC, nobody's been hotter than the uh, L.A. Rams. Besides health, what has been the biggest thing about turning around this season for the Rams, who've won six of their last seven? Well, I, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to discount health, but I, I think it's they they had a really good draft. It's kind of flown under the radar because it's it's not full of big names and it's not full of, uh, outside of Puka Nakua, obviously, but. 
they they needed talent everywhere, and they got it. They 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 found players that can they can plug in and play right away at just about every spot on the field. Uh, you know, Kyren Williams and Puka Nakua and, and uh, a bunch of the defensive pieces that that those players I think have learned and figured out that they belong in the NFL and they can play in the NFL. I, I think the special teams is a real concern for me with them heading into the playoffs. But I, I you know, love the quarterback and and love the trajectory that that team is on and and the coaching job that Sean McVay has done. Josh Alper, he writes for Pro Football Talk. You can follow him on his personal Twitter page at Josh Alper, and he joined me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Josh, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes here in Atlanta, and we will chat again with you soon. Sounds great. Have a have a great uh, happy new year. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.